You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. So let's head out to the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline. Warren Sharp, Sharp Football Analysis, joins us now. Warren, good afternoon. Thank you, as always, for joining us. We were talking a lot about your Twitter thread. I guess it was Thursday or Friday last week. Uh, Lamar Jackson and the way the Ravens have handled the wide receiver position. We've been discussing this for a while now, but you you, you were very concise about it. They, they Essentially, it was mismanagement what they did, correct? I think so. I think I don't think there's any other way to look at it. Um, I understand if you have a a run first philosophy, you were going to be able to add some players at different positions that other teams didn't quite value as much. Thus, you're getting a better bargain on some of those players. But the last couple of years, the team has shifted into a more pass first offense, whether by choice or need, out of the fact that their running backs kept getting injured. They have been a team that has been throwing the football a lot more frequently. They're a top 10 pass rate offense over the last couple of years. And yet they don't have any wide receivers to support this passing attack. So when we ask what could they have done as a team from a wins and loss factor, it's a big issue, but also what is the ceiling for Lamar Jackson? What could he have done for this team? As we know, he had that outbreak in 2019 where he burst onto the scenes and won the MVP. The last two years, we haven't seen very much. Well, they've been a pass-first offense the last two years, top 10 in pass rate, and they don't have the wide receivers to support this passing attack. And you can tell me that they, they tried and they spent in the draft, but the fact is, uh, trying doesn't actually solve the problem. You have to hit on these players. You could decide, look, I'm not a good evaluator of talent. I'm not going to try in the draft to get these players. I'm going to instead use that draft pick that I might have spent, and I'm going to go trade for a proven commodity that I have seen actually win at receiver in the NFL, and I'm going to go acquire that person. If you're better at maybe playing the free agent market or seeing proven commodities as opposed to trying to draft these guys. But everything that they have tried to do hasn't worked, and I don't think they've tried enough. Well, and Warren, you've documented this a bunch of different ways, how little they've spent on the offensive side of the ball over the last four years. But I think you can almost really distill it into this. Like when you look at the modern game, how it's evolved, what positions provide potentially the most value – they traded their number one receiver, Hollywood Brown, who I wasn't a huge fan of. I thought he was overdrafted. You know, I, I don't love him. He was their best receiver by a long shot. They traded him for, in essence, a center and then went about banking on Bateman, another one of their picks, and they can't pick receivers, right? They bank on him. And then their answer is to bring in Deshaun Jackson and Sammy Watkins along the way and pay their entire receiver room $5.3 million in the final year that Lamar Jackson's a fixed cost and still a bargain. Like, that just seems so counterintuitive on so many levels. It is, and that's why it's important for us to understand and to document the context of how they got to this position that they are in. And it's important for shows like yours to raise these issues and to have the megaphones 
because a lot of people will just say, well, Lamar's not a good enough quarterback. He doesn't shouldn't be commanding this money, the, all these different types of things. But the fact is he hasn't been surrounded with the right players where he is going to be able to actually produce the types of numbers that the fans might think that he should produce in order to get a contract like we know he probably should deserve. And there's no doubt about it, the receivers that they've had there, and like you said, it's funny. You take a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have, they've had one of the most keen eyes for drafting wide receivers. I did some work like two or three years ago. No team has hit on more wide receivers and done a better job of drafting wide receivers than have the Pittsburgh Steelers. And even they have misses littered along the way. Sure. At times, they've just been far more accurate than other teams. Whereas a team like the Ravens, they have the worst hit rate on wide receivers. And it felt like they had this strategy that we're just going to go and draft these guys. And we don't really need a great receiver because our receivers are going to be open because of the way that we run the football. And then defenses are going to play the run. We're going to have a higher success rate. And it felt like they, they put too much into the bucket in terms of their thought process for the next several years as, as, as they were building around Lamar's contract that we're going to build up this great defense and we're going to play so uniquely on offense that we don't need to spend in these positions that most teams should be spending and we'll just draft guys and they'll be fine. And the fact is they have won a good amount of games, but that thought process did not get them across the finish line. And Lamar Jackson's rookie deal is now over with. And this team doesn't have anything to show for it except for a really nice, you know, 2019 season, but a bunch of wins along the way, but uh, better than some teams, but still not good enough to actually say, we won a Super Bowl. We got it done while our quarterback was dirt cheap. Warren, we're less than 24 hours away from the franchise tag deadline. Nothing uh, official for the Ravens, but there are some rumblings that they could use the non-exclusive tag. Would that make sense to you? This is a tricky situation because this is something I am not an expert on, right? Yeah. I know what I'm good at and what I'm not, and whether or not they should use the non-exclusive and how many other teams are out there going to be willing to step up to the table and pay him, and then is he worth only two first-round picks if that's what you would get in return if something like that were to occur. I am not the, the, the foremost authority on that, but what I can say is that there are far more teams that are A, willing to go in for a quarterback like a Lamar Jackson than let's say a Daniel Jones, who is another quarterback with the same different type of discussion, not very far away from Baltimore. And that is, do we do the exclusive, do we do the non-exclusive or do we try to work out a deal and pay for this guy? And, you know, he has only proven him. He didn't even prove himself this past year. He threw 15 touchdowns yeah. last year. That's what he did. Brian Dayball's offense really helped get him across the finish line. Yes, they made the playoffs in large part due to great play calling in the red zone and encouraging Daniel Jones to use his legs a little bit more. But he is the type of quarterback that a lot of different people are, well, who else would want to pay for a quarterback like that? And the answer really is probably nobody. Don't negotiate against yourselves. Nobody else is going to want to pay for a Daniel Jones. Lamar's a little different because 
a lot of people will want to pay for Lamar Jackson. Yes, I realize he's been dinged up at the end of the past couple of years, but the team has asked him to do so much because they've had such little around him offensively. That does play a factor into it. Yes, running quarterbacks do tend to get maybe dinged up a little bit later on the season. We see what happens seemingly annually with a guy like a Kyler Murray as well always gets dinged up late. How do we coach differently early on and use him in a different manner such that we can have him healthy at the end of the year? All of these things are like coaching elements to this besides just blaming it on the player or the style of player that he is. So I think that if think about it this way, let's just, let's just paint it in this light. You take Lamar Jackson out of this offense. Okay. (laughs) Who else are you going to plug in there who does not ha- – they have no receivers. We've already documented. They yeah. don't pay their receiver room. They don't have talented receivers. What does every other quarterback who would be a franchise-style quarterback need to have to be able to function? Some level of competence at the wide receiver position. And I guess you could argue, oh, well, we could get Patrick Mahomes in there with the Mark Andrews and he'll be fine. Yeah, but the Chiefs aren't letting go of Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> right. right? So who else could you go and find that could be a good enough guy to elevate the receivers that you have I don't think that there is anybody. The Ravens need a guy like Lamar Jackson to orchestrate the style of offense that they have. I think you guys made a great decision on your offensive coordinator. I'm excited to see what he can bring to the table. That is something that is really some some positive news out of Baltimore this past offseason. I just hope that Lamar is there and happy and they get another receiver so that we can really see what this offense can do with some new uh, life injected into it other than what Greg Broman has brought for the past four years. Warren, we'll finish with this. Uh, Our view here of covering this for the last two years and the lack of contract movement, uh, I'll speak for the guys here. I I, I think he's getting traded. This is ending in divorce. You're a guy like the more of the 30,000-foot view of this how do you feel about how this ends yeah look i hope that lamar stays there because i hope that um he's able to elevate this team and and do what he always wanted to do with this team which is bring them a super bowl i mean there is there are some guys out there that you could tell really want to win a super bowl with their city and lamar certainly seemed like that was the case during his career in baltimore putting the team above individual accolades and I really would like to see him get that chance with a new OC. If he is moved, obviously, I am a firm believer in coaching and in, in play calling and strategizing on the offensive side of the football. No matter how much we talk about it, it's massively underrated. It is such a big factor. And so whoever gets Lamar is going to have to overhaul everything that they do and be creative enough to really tap into all the things that he brings that are so unique to this position because my firm belief, when you do something differently, like the Ravens do when they have a Lamar Jackson as their quarterback, and you do it really well, it is hard for the other teams in the league, the other 31, to adjust their defense on a week-to-week basis when they go up against you. And that is a massive advantage. And if you just had a pocket-passing quarterback there and you're not making the defense make adjustments on a weekly basis, and they're not used to playing the style of offense that you bring to the table and your 13 personnel or all the other different types of advantages that you have that are unique and different than all other 31 offenses, then I think it becomes easier for opposing defenses to go up against uh, you guys. And so, you look, I'm cur- I am curious. There are certain things that Eric DaCosta does really well. There are things that he doesn't do quite as well. And, and I think John Harbaugh has proven that he is – 
a capable coach as well, although I know that I firmly believe that Lamar Jackson coming along did help save his sure, job yeah. at one point in time. And so I, I I think you guys can still have some success because I believe in the bones and, and, and the overall intelligence that Baltimore has in this division. I think you're still a team that's to be feared and, and, and you know, top two in this division, in my opinion. Um, but, look, it'll be really different if Lamar's not there. And, and part of me wants to see it happen just because I think it'll be very different and unique and, and, and interesting to see how he does us well. But part of me really wants to see him be able to go back there and win a Super Bowl for the city. Warren Sharp, always Thanks great. So much. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, guys. Sharp Football Analysis is where you can find him or go to uh, Twitter at Sharp Football. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 